the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. Uh, So I think it's important when you look at those texts that you understand the context in which they were made and the things that were going on across America. In terms of the text that we will stop it. You need to understand that that was written late at night, off the cuff, and it was in response to a series of events that included then-candidate Trump insulting the immigrant family of a fallen war hero. See, he's got first. I just want this. It was written late at night. There was a lot of stuff going on. Listen, when does he release his book, How to Keep Your Wife Under Any Circumstances? No kidding. Is this great? Prologue by uh, Bill Clinton. The audacity of this ferret face. See, you're young. But when I was a kid, relatively, Mash was, you, the, I'm young. Mash was the biggest show ever. Right? Yeah, when I was a kid, Mash was the biggest show and ever. And they had Ferret Face Frank Burns. Of course. And his girlfriend was Hot Lips. Yes. Although this guy's girlfriend is more like Big Gums. But he had so, the accent. The accent goes a long way. It was, it was, this guy with that had the audacity. Can you imagine now yeah. the scandal that this son of a gun is in? He has the audacity to not only go to, to Congress and testify, which he obviously must he has to, although they're, they're arguing over that later in the... in the. Uh, I'm sorry, did you say the word audacity? The audacity. I have always told the truth. <laughs> Is that great? The audacity of this it's guy awesome. to go out there with his new shave, he's got his white shirt on, his ties all zipped Super up. Super nervous smile. Everybody keeps talking about how uh, arrogant he looked and everything else. I've watched this a couple of times. Looking at his nonverbal communication, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. he's got the quivering lip, he's got the fidgety hands, he keeps shifting in his chair. Obviously, his wife's not Italian. He was extremely, extremely He nervous. would have showed up looking like he faced Jake LaMotta. He'd have two yeah. black eyes, he'd have a scar on his yep. face. I can't believe Not even Jake LaMotta in the ring, Jake LaMotta at home. This guy comes out, and then the following day, the mistress... The two-day tramp, she comes out too. Like, they are part of the Kennedy family. They Well, there you go. That's a prime example. There's a Freudian slip for you. They have the audacity to come out here, and you're going to now, anything you say has any credibility whatsoever. And I'll tell you what. Louis Gohmert is an interesting dude. I like him a lot. He's got that Texas confrontation. But I have a question. Do you have the back half of that clip by any chance? The Gohmert clip? I want the people to hear the defending by another. This is another congressman, obviously a Democrat. How do you defend this guy's actions? 
A member of this committee just asserted that this witness who is under oath and a former agent of the FBI lied. There is no evidence that I ask him to withdraw. No, I do not withdraw it. He is not a member of Congress. It's not a violation of the rule. And just as you have been expressing bias through your members about what a hero. There is not a single person on this committee who has ever characterized a witness. Gentleman from Rhode Island. Gentlemen, it's my time. That's a gentleman from Rhode Island will suspend him. No, the disgrace this. Mr. what this man has done. The gentleman from justice. Texas will suspend for a there moment. There is the disgrace. And it won't be recaptured there was no anytime control. soon. Because Dude, I'm going to do an Al Pacino here. This whole damn thing is a disgrace. Yeah. And I've talked to FBI agents around the country. You've embarrassed them. You've embarrassed yourself. And I can't help but wonder when I see here you looking comes. there with a little smirk. How many times did you look so innocent into your wife's eye and lie to her about uh, Lisa? Mr. Oh, Chairman, this is outrageous. Oh, Listen, that's an excellent question. I don't know how pertinent it is to the investigation, but it was a great question. All right, I got to cut these guys off for yeah. God's sakes. I'll tell that's you the what. last thing we need is more audio out of D.C. But anyway, go ahead. So before I bought the Elmhurst Cigar House in downtown Elmhurst, I never watched TV. Did you catch that? I oh, did it right you own that place? I never watched TV, right? So now we got the you know, you got the guys, we got the big screen TV. So I uh, get introduced to a lot of these old network shows that I missed. And there's one in particular right. called Mad Men yep. with Don Draper. Yep. I love this guy. This guy is fantastic, Don Draper. And the, and the theme through the show is he just can't help himself. Women, secretaries, you name it. And he goes home every night and finally it all blows up in his face. But he has the, the character to do the right thing. This guy comes out here. And he is going to sit there and demand respect, demand that he be credible. And he has defenders in elected Democrat congressmen. Now, listen, I've heard all the shows. As you know, I'm a radio junkie. We listen to Joe Walsh, The Morning Show with Dan and Amy. Love them all. And it's Kabuki Theater. It's this. No, it's bigger than that. It's more dimensional than that. This is prima facie evidence that your Congress is made up of clowns. Clowns. As if you needed any evidence. And I, we don't, right, just look at the spending, and that's a whole other subject. But what you have, the, the, the idea that someone would defend the actions of this guy, and here's the other thing that's very, very frightening. The girl was also an FBI agent. The bosses, she was an FBI lawyer, yeah. The bosses, you're going to tell me they didn't know this kind of stuff was going on? Moreover, I think what you see systematically when you watch this is one of two things. Either A... Um, he feels that he did nothing wrong whatsoever, which is sort of <laughs> yeah. absurd. Neither does or Manson. Or B, all of this is SOP at the FBI. Well, they bury, there you go. And that's standing operator procedure for those of you who oh, are not policemen yes. out there. Sorry. Um, but what, this, what else is getting by is that none of the other FBI agents in this upper echelon of this investigation that were involved, integral, in the investigation of what exactly or was even happening. even integral. Exactly. None of them had their texts. We haven't gone through their texts. Right. So all this tells a guy like me is, stop the presses. Yes, let's see I want every one of you. Every one of you. I want your texts from the beginning all the way to the end. Because if this was going on here, I got news for you. I think it's going on throughout that organization. What do you think of that? Oh, and I hear all the, the radio guys, I'm not dispersing the 3,000. No, I'm, I'm not either, but I'm awful suspicious of every single one of you. No, I'm not disparaging anybody, but I stand ready to at the drop of a hat. I said three years ago, Macbeth, one of our first shows was on Uranium One. 
I remember. And one of the first things I realized, these are the same caballeros. Yep. The same characters from Comey and Mueller, and they were crossing guards for that. And all these Democrats, I watched all the shows today, they're all outraged that Trump is going to meet with Putin. None of them said boo when you found out that, that Uranium One is a shill company. It's a government company. They've got some oligarch figurehead. They run it through Canada. They, none of them were outraged at the Russian Hook up to the Clinton Foundation there. The Russian government literally just assuming ownership of, what, about a third of our uh, exactly. uranium production? That we produce here in America. And yeah. here's another thing. In 2012, when Barack Hussein Obama said, off, he thought on the hot mic to uh, the, the, the stoolie that they put in there, that Putin put in there just so it didn't look too obvious that he was still president. And besides, he had financial Medvedev. corruption. Yeah. He says to him, listen, after the election, I'll have a little more latitude. Yeah, it's on tape. That's called Russian collusion. There is your Russian collusion, and that's if from the more horse's specific, mouth. Yeah. Of course yeah. it is. Well, if it were it more is. specific, it would be actual collusion. And all the companies throughout the years that have given money in and out to the Democrats, all the way back to Ted Kennedy in 1984, when we actually were in a Cold War, yeah. when he collaborated with the drunk Yeltsin. Yeah. I mean, this is just and what, sickening. And here's the other thing, Macbeth. Why... We love Bernie Sanders. The Democrats love Bernie Sanders. So does Trump. Vacation. So well, Trump's got his trade policies. That's You're true. exactly right. Vacationing in the Soviet Union. The entire Democrat platform is based on the same fundamentals that built the Soviet Union. Yet all of a sudden they hate Vladimir Putin. It's a convenient enemy and it's a fear tactic to divert from the real thing that's going on here. Is that our government is made up of men. Some are good. Some are bad. Most are in the middle. And what you understand here is they're all politically connected. That middle Each, is incompetent. And every one of the upper echelon, they're there because they're politically connected. It's the same old Chicago clout, only this time it's in, in D.C. And that's what this shows you. And the idea that he gets to come on and somehow exonerate himself because he can look into a camera in his new press shirt and say, I didn't lie to anybody. That's the lie. This guy's very testimony is the absolute evidence that he is a stone-cold liar. And I got news for you. He didn't start at 49 and a half. He's been doing it for 35 years. This guy's a fraud, and anybody that touched him is a fraud as well. you got to assume that he'd be doing the same thing in a meeting. Oh. He would have the same smirk, the same body movements, the same everything you, in a meeting, the know, same condescension. I have to deal with some government officials from time to time it in my seems business. Like a practice in my real estate business, motif. you have to go deal with these scoundrels, right? And you, well, you know, you, you are pretend, one, so you got to pretend, one. you know, and you see, it's just a game. And their whole thing is they're not interested in helping you or helping the community. They're interested in extorting yeah, you. Making a sale. That's, and, and they have an agenda to protect their bosses, and that's what this struck was doing. And he was protecting Hillary Clinton absolutely. The difference is, with the real estate people you deal with, they have a fiduciary responsibility to do so. This guy yeah. just is doing it to save face and protect people. That's exactly right, and I'll tell you, Macbeth, and you, somebody produced a guy who says that the Russians wanted Trump in the office versus Hillary Clinton, the doormat, that they could have, for, for 100000 you get her to eat a banana and crap a fruit sale. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after these messages. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour. Each and every Sunday night, your terrestrial think tank for liberty. 
it. See, McBeth, I changed it up. I know you get sour when I keep telling people we dissect. Yeah, that was also terrible. It was not terrible. It was yeah, damn it was, good. It was terrible. Now, listen, another thing I wanted to say about the indictment, because I, I can't deal with the, the struck stuff anymore. Right? I'd, I'd like to congratulate you on not saying indictment. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. Uh, the indictment is pretty much a summary report of the Republican House uh, release of the Russia probe. Did you did you read it? I skimmed it. So it's it's exact to me. I didn't read it all either because a it's two hundred some pages. It's citing yeah. It's as dry as dry toast. B. I clicked toast. on the link from the Drudge Report and it downloaded to my computer. Kind of freaked me out. Since when do we do that? Uh, since you haven't changed your browser settings. All right. So um, I you know I, I I go through and I'm like this is exactly what the Democrats were complaining about when the uh, congressional Republicans released their interpretation of the Russia probe. In fact, in this indictment, and I didn't hear it on a Sunday show, not one Sunday show, it also um, hits the point that they were stealing um, Republican emails as well. So they weren't just victimizing the Democrats, they were also going after Republicans. Yeah, while the Russians don't pick one party over the other and they just want to take all of America down? Shocker. And the broader point, in the best interest of Russia's uh, uh, trajectory of taking over really during the Obama years of, of advancing their military and seizing, putting, assembling the Soviet Union, for lack of a better term, uh, as they were going for, after Crimea and all of it, who would they rather have in office? I mean, you know, Big Donnie doesn't care. He doesn't care. And, and if this, if, if you can't figure out from this trip to, to uh, Great Britain that he doesn't care, I mean, it, just hours ago, he said that uh, the EU is a foe. Did you did you see that in the front of the drudge? Uh, sort of. He yeah. said <laughs> that's sort of what he said. I mean, listen, can you uh, can you say that the fact that we underwrite the IMF bank and that we are financially tied to these scoundrels in Greece and all that? Yeah, I, I guess you could. He had originally but asserted in- that that Putin was a competitor, and so he needed to be dealt with as a competitor. And then uh, some of the European leaders said, "No, no, he's a foe." And then he said that the EU is a foe on trade, which is not necessarily untrue. Not necessarily. Not how I would put it. Not how anybody would put it that, that is but in the EU. Necessarily but necessarily untrue. Right, is he interpreting some under... And that's the... Listen, there are some things that I, I like, like, for instance, the NATO. I loved when he threatened to pull out. But what I don't like is when he says, now everybody pay up. Because what that takes away from is NATO is a scam. NATO is steeped in scandal well, let me from ask you, money Sean. laundering to misappropriation of funds. What and is the actual purpose of NATO? Let me ask. You. I think it's a feel good. No, no, no. What's what's the okay? What's the stated to buy weapons? The stated, from us. the stated purpose of NATO. It's the uh, North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Treaty organization. But what's the stated purpose? What are they? What it does was, NATO say it's there for? It was prevalent during the Cold War because. Because Russia was an enemy. Russia was a threat. Right. A military threat. And now, you could say, since the fall of the Soviet Union, we have other threats. That's what they say. We have other threats, and there's still a necessity. But what I say to you, Macbeth, is you know this, because we talk about it often. The financial scandals and misgivings of NATO, I mean, it's insanity. But follow me on this, though. All right. NATO's specific purpose is to defend the North Atlantic... And the countries surrounding the North Atlantic from Russia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what does NATO bank on to be able to do that? Us. Absolutely. And the reason they can do that is because we have a global reach and they do not. 
Correct. Do, do they need a global reach? But no. Here's my So question. why doesn't NATO simply exist without us? And who cut the deal that it's a percentage of GDP? What? I believe that was the idea of a certain amount of European nations thinking that we would what always you, end up paying yeah, way more than they would. What are you talking about? You blindly give a percentage of your GDP without any request of how exactly you're spending that money? And with a vague direction. Just, so, just spent on defense. That could be fences. That could be making roads better. Do you know what the biggest scam in the real estate business is? Biggest scam? The percentage, real, oh, the percentage lease. You know what a percentage yes. lease is? Yes. This is great. This is when you're the landlord, you own the property, and a business comes into town, and they want to lease your property. And you say, the rent is 4000 a month. And, by the way, 15% of your sales, over a million dollars. Right. And CVS says, what? You're not in the, the drug business to the people. You're, you're, you're a landlord. And I say, well. Well, then you get, don't get to open up another store across get, the street from Walgreens. So the guy who does that, the guy who ex- Stores the company, right? They're the landlord. Yes. So if NATO is doing that to all of us, what does that make us? Well, makes us the sucker. pigeons, yeah. and it makes NATO the landlord. And the idea that the idea of of Trump supporters is that this is a great deal. I think you're taking your eye off the ball. Yeah. This is a great deal if you're running NATO. Yeah. If you're involved right now, as they are in massive uh, uh, banking scandals with Spain, of money laundering, of Weapons I didn't purchases. think there was any money in Spain. Oh, it's hurting. And you know, Macbeth, that's another thing that I, I, I really am getting kind of upset that no one's talking about. Spain is imploding. Ecuador is in civil war. Venezuela, not a dog to be found. All of Chile. <laughs> it's insane to me that... Greece is actually... Uh, Greece is starting is, to look good. It's starting to look all right. And, and, and Looks like an investment opportunity. Buy low, right? The American, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. We open up a, a, a little jet ski place in Athens. Oh, I can eat all the yogurt you can give me. And, and the idea that right now we have a, a, a reporting, our, our media system is so biased, so, so hate-mongering. For, I think a lot for, of it's just laziness. For Trump, they're missing the bigger picture. I think it's laziness. They don't, they're too lazy to look past their first impressions. Do you think so? Well, uh, yeah. to, to your point... When you watch these shows like we do every Sunday, they're all pretty much this, you know, different, different uh, nuances of the same vision, of the same questions. It's following talking points. Yeah. And the fact when you get Bolton on there, and he calls himself a Burkean conservative, and no one asks, well, what the hell is that? Um, because they don't care. They don't care. And, and they're all not going to give it any consideration anyway. And, you know, I, I, I've got a problem with the fact that we're slipping in the fact that during these talks with Russia, you find out we've got troops in Syria. We've got troops in Africa. Does anybody want to find out what these troops are doing? Why we got them there? This Syrian thing is a big issue with me. Because Putin, when, George, or, or when, when Obama was in office, was fighting al-Qaeda. He was fighting Hezbollah. And, yeah, and, and also just anybody who was against Assad. He well, was fighting all of the above. Did, did the election somehow, he was, he was on our side for, for the no. most, well. No, Russia isn't, was never on our side in Syria. Russia backed Assad because they had economic interests in Assad. And Assad. Anyone against Assad drew Russian fire. I'm telling you, McBath, this is, this is all a play. This is all about the oil. And I know how crazy that sounds. But when you look at the no, Russian, is. So is you Libya. look about the Russian pipeline. All the way into Europe. That's where Trump was right. Right. See, so this is some of the things. I'll give him credit when he's right. He's right about that. Well, Ergodan's going to make millions and millions in Turkey with that, with that the Iranians stand to uh, be able to export their oil much more efficiently and not have to ship it. So, yeah, they're, they're all going to stay quiet. They're all going to do their thing. But you will get uh, 
I think Saudi Arabia is not too happy about that. That's what thing, this means, but, you don't know. you? Europe has turned into Cook County. Well, I mean, that's exactly what's going on. So what does that make the Middle East? There's a lot of inside. That's downtown Chicago. It's like East Chicago. Yeah, sure. All right. Very, very, very good. I just think that, that when you point out, when you have news organizations tearing apart, really, some of the good things that Trump did, when you take your eye off the ball because you hate the guy so much, you promote the scam. So now we've got a bunch of people picking sides. And one thing that's for sure, Democrats and Republicans alike both agree, the one thing that NATO needs is more money. And whether it's from us or whether it's from other countries, I find that to be troublesome. When you have an organization that is, where is the oversight of NATO? Within NATO. It's within NATO. Yeah. So it's, it's like I said, it's Cook County. So we, do we think the commissioners are going to all of a sudden say, hey, we're paying too much for that road contract. Hey, we're paying too much for insurance. They don't do that. No, because their friends are the ones. Because they want the money on the back end. Right. It's always about the money, and it's always about the the the, the key component to all money, and that's oil. Well, that I mean, you, the only example you need to find of that is Libya. We we had an idea that we would lead from behind, and the reason we were going to lead from behind is because France and Britain and Germany were all in. Now listen, they before were we go to all in, and the be, reason they were all in is because they're the ones who had the oil contracts in Libya. So before we go to break, yeah. Trump goes there and he insults May a little bit. Yeah, you I mean, if that? you play his whole thing, it's not that bad. What I want is he told May the big secret and he was going to hold out and let it go. What was the big secret? I wouldn't want to give her, I'd give her a suggestion. Uh, I could fully understand why she thought it was a little bit tough. Okay, the whole country wants to know, Prime Minister, what was that brutal, tough suggestion? He told me I should sue the EU. Sue the EU? Sue the EU. <laughs> not go into negotiation, sue them. Actually... No, no. Did we're going into negotiations with them. Why don't we pull out of NATO and just get a couple of lawyers to do everything, for oh, God's sakes? The conflicting just soiree. Just sue them. It's always the plan. When in doubt, sue, baby, sue. Liberty Hour, we'll be back after these messages. 312-642-5600. Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. I actually told Teresa May how to do it, but she didn't agree with it. She didn't listen to me. Now what, he, now, what he's talking about is Brexit, right? Brexit was a big deal, and I give Trump a lot of credit because on the day of the vote, which I believe was June 23rd, 2016. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. He called it. He was the only one that called it. See, I called it. Here's the other thing about Trump. If he wasn't a protectionist, if he wasn't a populist, I'd be all on board. Because he says some he says some things that are provocative, but he also says some things that are right. But one thing I strongly disagree with is the the, the presumed ability that a president can use our macro economy as a sword, as a weapon, as a threat mechanism. Because what he goes on to say is that May didn't listen to him, and if she can't do Brexit right, then there won't be any tra- a trade agreement with Great Britain. Yeah, the deal's off. Now, you know, he kind of goes on and says, well, then it'll be with the EU. Well, that's not true. No. And, and what it shows you is, I don't think most people understand what is Brexit. I don't think he understands it. Great Britain is an island, right? It is, it is, it's a number of them, actually. It's, yes, it is. That's very true. And when it joined the European Union, which was a huge mistake, by the yes, way. Yes, it was. The European Union then had control 
over business, yep. over such a thing as fishing, for example. Trade policy. Trade policies. And it implemented- Monetary policy as well. And you know, there's a sneaky little little thing that happened. It, it implemented where they had to turn over all their political documents from their parliament meeting every month. Yep. And it had to be shipped to, I believe, France. Um, Brussels. Every month. And I, it, it made them s- servants Brussels to the Belgium. EU. Yeah. So Great Britain. Well, the EU is also dictating their immigration policy. They everything. everything. Dictating uh, uh, what their military exercises were going to be and when. And So Brexit yeah. stands for Britain's exit yes. from the EU. Which is a strange story because it, it was voted up. But then polls afterwards showed that people were like, oh, we didn't think it would pass. It was it a protest yeah. vote. And so now most British people don't want to leave the EU. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But was, they're doing it anyway. Well, they should because what it does is what Strange. people are mis- what people are misunderstanding is the EU is really a financial crime. Uh, the euro really takes countries that are successful or somewhat successful, like Germany and Great Britain to a certain extent, although they're faltering, and it makes them pay the cost of countries that. Don't that stink that are full of fraud, waste, and abuse, like Greece, like Spain, like other countries. So here, I always like to look at things as if we were citizens there. So now we vote for this, and Ooh, now man, I just got to chill. Did you really? Why? Go ahead. And now, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. You, you know, your your waistline might be a little smaller. Now they don't eat as much. Now I'd be a giant there. That's true. You you <laughs> you have a, a group of people that is are demanding that they exit the EU and. Uh, parliamentary president after president is dragging their feet. May says, no, we're going to do it, but we're going to do it in an orderly fashion. Right. Well, there is no orderly fashion well, to say we're out of here. They had the former London mayor, Boris Johnson, as uh, what their foreign secretary. He just resigned this week. Yeah. Um, they had, uh, I don't who, know, by the, the way, guy who Trump endorses the- after he insults me, which is a big problem. Yeah. Which is a big problem because here's the other thing. And what I don't understand from Trump well, supporters... Boris Johnson was a, was a car reviewer for GQ magazine. It's not like he's some sort no, of... He was a... Fa- he was he, a f- he's, he's not some sort of seasoned statesman. No, and here's the other thing. He was also pro-trade war. And this what people true. are... Well, under- most, although the, there's, you know, tariffs are not looked down upon in most of the... And things. that's the part that I don't get. Because you claim you hate manipulation of your currency when you say China. They devalue their dollar. Are we still at the point where the bulk of the American people do not realize that an American tariff devalues your dollar? It strips away your buying power. And when you do these things, you forever change the course of the economy. And I'll tell you what's not being talked about, and it should be, is corn and soybean prices over the last 90 days. The, it is straight down. Now, there are groups of people who we call farmers. And there are other people in these industries. And these people, they rely on, farm pr- on, on the prices of corn and the prices of soybean. Because the, we have a system built on subsidies and fraud. So you've now got massive amounts of supply. And you've now made other countries implement tariffs they would not have implemented. Because it's a retaliation in an escalating trade war which is simply, as we've talked about time and time again, and not only talked about, this is not a theory, some guy in a radio studio, 560 AM. This is history. You either recognize it or you don't. There is not one country that has a high tariff policy that is a financial success. Not one. We 
had the lowest tariffs, which is why we were always the strongest. And instead, we have adopted this philosophy that we can somehow commingle these terrible, terrible ideas, and it's good for us. It's patriotic. And what you're also not talking about is these steel companies, McBeth, it infuriates me. They jacked up their prices. Yeah. They already had 70% of the market before this nonsense right. lies. Right. And they jacked up their prices. Aren't they so patriotic now? Well, aren't tariffs I mean, based on a percentage, word. though? Aren't tariffs based on a percentage? It's like a wife that's getting abused, getting dressed up for her husband when he's coming home. Price goes higher, Stop so does the tariff. chanting against yourself. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back. If you're on the line, we're going to take your calls. It was long-winded the first three segments, but I had a lot to talk about this hour. We'll be back after these messages. Freedom! It's all about you. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. You want to do a show? Or? All right, we're on. I just said a lot of conversation out there. It was a great conversation. Well, I tried it just to, happened to be going on in the hallway. That's exactly right. I tried to take the tone of the show down. I don't want to keep yelling all the time, even though I'm right. And even though we talk about the same points, I just don't like the idea that we're all being swindled. Because here's the thing. Yeah. McBeth, I want to root you for this guy. S- oh, I didn't do it. I you did. I want to root for this Not guy. Not tonight, but you have. I want him to come around. I'm not interested <laughs> In the in the vision of the anointed, I don't. Yeah. I I rejected it when it was Obama. I don't so, need Peter so, Navarro. These guys control well, our economy. Let's game plan this a little bit. Let's right. game plan this a little bit. You get the way to get to Trump is to appeal to his ego, right? To appeal to his uh, what he perceives as his legacy. You said the wife is hot. What do you want? Well, me to let's. Say? Well, you know, no. I'm saying as far as policy, oh, we right. need to make non-trade war policy appealing to Trump's ego. How do we do that? We and have to make him seem. We have to appeal. To whatever little... We put his name on it? We have to absolve him of whatever massive insecurity he feels at the moment. Big name? Maybe. No. Sponsorship. Was... Corporate sponsorship. I of, like it. Of, of free trade. Big chrome name. Free trade brought to you by Trump by International Trump Casino. International LLC. Sure, why not? It? I like it. Let's go to our guy. What's up, Mike? One of my favorite callers ever. Mike on the north side. How are you, buddy? Hi, great. Thanks for taking my call. The problem with that EU is it's creeping socialism. Someone that you have no control over, you cannot vote in or out of office, is going to make decisions. Mike, we got that same problem it's not in creeping. Chicago. It's overt. Yeah, well, okay, it's rushing downhill at you. Yeah. We got the same it's problem better. in Chicago. There's an alderman on the northwest side, Napolitano, good guy, a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Some developer wanted to put low income housing over by the Kennedy and Cumberland, and he says the neighbors there said, wait a minute, we got the pavilion, we got Catherine Courts, there's Section 8, we don't want it. The other alderman wanted to take away his right to determine zoning, and the idiots at the Tribune wrote an article today on their editorial page saying, yeah, well, aldermen go to jail over this stuff, so we should take it away. And I say, no, I don't want anybody except my alderman, no matter how good or bad he is, making the decision for my ward, because I get to vote him out. Mike, there's a bigger... It's like Carlos... Like Carlos Romero Rosa wants to get involved in other people's wards, keep your nose in your own. No, no, no. But you're missing your nose. You're missing HUD. 
HUD under the Obama administration, their big plan, which, by the way, it worked, their big plan was to export Section 8 housing because they felt they couldn't control. They know that what's going on before Obama. Yeah, but he really he really escalated it. Export them to Russia or China. That's where they should go. That'll change things a little bit. But to your other point about rich there, to your other point about the EU, one of the main things whenever you talk about this EU and the Brexit, you know, as I said before, it's an island. They they had a thriving industry of fishing. I don't know it's if you know this. My island. Yes, I love that. Yes. They had a um they had a thriving fishing industry. Under when they joined the EU, the EU said, You realize you cannot produce more than twenty percent of fish in your own country. Right. They immediately put that industry into a massive, massive depression. Tailspin. Giant tailspin. It's insane. Yep. So right then and there they should you should really watch. Because Mike, it wasn't creeping socialism. It's bald faced totalitarianism. And here's the problem. We're fighting it with the same kind of nonsense here. What do you think these tariffs are, Mike? You're a smart guy. You know that. When he says, when he threatens, we're going to put a tariff. Right now, they're running a 25% tariff on foreign cars, yeah. imports, out of nowhere. They're just doing tariff. it as they make it up. You don't get to do it. I want my the Congress. Worst tariff, listen, the worst tariff of all time, the one that killed the industry in Chicago, was the tariff on imported sugar. Yeah. They had to use American sugar. And all the candy manufacturing jobs in the city left. We were the candy capital brock's candy baby how many people did that i mean you're talking about thousands of people all these people lost their jobs and what's trump's answer hillbilly jobs some hillbilly jobs down in you know the bayou where they're growing sugar that they were all being uh you know Uh, easy mechanized out but (laughs) but we had to protect what few jobs they had paying a couple of bucks and all these union jobs where these people had benefits and health insurance and pensions all went away. And here's because what, of tariffs. Tariffs, tariffs, whatever. Oh, I like tariffs. Makes us me sound like we went to Northwestern like Dan Prof. Thank you so much for calling the show, Mike. And here's the other thing, Macbeth, that that really um few people are talking about. He's also suggesting subsidies at the same time. And to yeah. Mike's point, that's exactly what destroyed the sugar business. And that's exactly and that's what China has done and has, has put them in kind of a dire strait when it comes to they have to now they have to now subsidize their exports. But you know what it allows? You know what it looks like? It looks like a thriving GDP. It's of a course. facade economic plan. Well, it's just like and the that's jobs what Trump's about. And all that it's not about the, the real success. It's, paper. Not, it's not about the real success anymore. Paper. And that's what's bothering me. Yeah. He's about the appearance of success. Leveraged success. And when your dollar in your pocket doesn't buy as much tomorrow as it did today, you lose. You, the average guy, it's not patriotic. It's the opposite of patriotism. It's totalitarianism. It's the stuff we fought against. Yeah. It's, I mean, really. And now you've got a bunch of people that say, what are you, an anti-Trumper? you got to get on the train. This is not about a person. This is about you and your family. And when government makes a, a rule or makes a threat to another country yeah. that you'll do what I say or I'll hurt my own people, you've got to take a vested interest in that. And stop falling for this equivalency. When you fight fire with fire... Everybody gets burned. And to circle and back, it. and to circle back, what I'm relying on are those cartoon characters we call Congress. Yeah. These buffoons who cannot do anything. They can't even recognize a bald-faced lie. How the hell are you going to fix my economy? I don't want to be ruled by a small collective few. That's not what it's about. We're the boss. We're the leaders. They follow us. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after these messages. 312-642-5600. No one in Washington is listening. This is the Liberty Hour. 
Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Sean from Elmwood Park. This is the Liberty Hour, and I'm loving this new time slot. And I'm loving it not just because I get to I see like the... I going home an hour earlier. I, but the sun sets, it's beautiful, but I'm a big fan of the on-target radio guys. I really am. I love Dave. Oh, they're good guys, and I they're all... i with Dave for a very long time. He's a great guy. And unlike me, they get here like an hour early. They yeah, got their meeting, they got their pants on, but they're you all... Get, you get here well before your show, but then yeah. all you do is spend that time bugging me and preventing <laughs> me from preparing right. for your show. But they're talking to me, you know, and I wanted to talk about, I woke up this morning, and the Chicago News, McBath, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I get up at like 5.30 in the morning, I go do my workout, the whole nine yards, and I got it on, and it's hysterical to me. They spend the first 14 minutes, and it is like an update on a war zone. Uh, very, I very mean, close to accurate. Guys are shooting on the on, on the expressway. You can't drive on the expressway. There's a shooting downtown. There's riots here and there. And then they end it by. And by the way, don't you miss the Chicago the Taste of Chicago? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll give my kid a new wardrobe not to go to the Taste of Chicago. Right. I mean, it's insanity. And 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 they have this video now. There's a video they if released. If your kid didn't go to the Taste of Chicago, you can afford to give her a new wardrobe. I had I had this thing today. I'm like, listen, I, I'm just yeah. not going to wake her. That's the beauty of a teenage daughter. Well, you guys had a good day today. You just day. shut off all the lights and you don't wake them and hope that it passes. <laughs> hope that it's just too late because the scariest thing your kid could say is, "I'm going to the city." Uh, yeah. Uh, not without a Kevlar outfit on. That's for damn sure. But the nice thing about the on-target radio guys is they're giving me the insight. Of not just what happened, but the rules of what happened. Yeah. And this last shooting, and, and now, Correct. you know, I, I, I'm always monitoring John Cass. I love him. He's got a, an article coming out, Where's the Mayor, and all this stuff Fills on Twitter. Fills in with Dan sometimes in the morning. Fills in with Dan. I'm a big fan, and you've yet to eat the Greek uh, lamb. You know, i got a thing for that. Well, you know. I'm waiting for my invite. Don't forget the mint Waiting for my invite. So, and, and the whole thing about this is, I, I pull up Hey Jackass right away. There's 131 people shot. Since July, yeah. Since July first, we're halfway through the month. Yep. And you're you're throwing up the, for for one that the police shot. Yeah. Well, what about the other 130? And if ER medicine was not at the point where it's at, your death toll will be five times higher. I mean, talk about mash. Can you imagine? It's got to be like triage in there. Mm. And in the meantime, we're flipping the bill for that. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, it's like one big ad for two guys in a truck. <laughs> Just get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. But, Today's crime stats brought to you by U-Haul. And, the, and, and when you look at what's happening here in Illinois, and yeah. when you look at the philosophy of subsidized failure. What's going right? What Let's ex- look at the state of Illinois. What's going right, Sean? Talk radio. Well. Because talk radio. Just you and Stephanie. It just, keeps, it just keeps building. Because we, as people who actually make the world go around, we workers, we that pay these onerous, exorbitant taxes, we're the ones that are getting frustrated. Now, we may be tethered with love and affection, but sooner or later, that's going to get old. You're going to tax us. You're going to tax us into oblivion. You're going to be stuck here in Detroit. And the news that you're watching that sounds more like updates from Vietnam in 1967, it's it's taking over. And when you couple that with bad economics, bad policies, and some trust fund spoiled slob that comes in and his new idea is let's tax them a different way they'll never know. Right. You better run, Forrest, run. Well, and here's the thing, too. I've I've talked to a number of people. just calling in here to various shows and that who would love to move from Illinois, but they are either still underwater because Illinois property have not recovered the way our neighboring states have, or they cannot move because they're locked in with their job. Everyone who isn't moving points out a reason why they can't. Yeah, love. Not the reason why they don't, a reason why they can't. And now you're watching Seven Foot of Stupid Rounder. 
He's running commercials that are the Democrat primary commercials. Yes. Which is almost With refreshing. And Kennedy. Love it. Yeah. Because you know what it shows you? Even the feckless Republicans, they know they're feckless. Yes. They know they can't run on any issue. So what do they do? They use Democrats' words against other Democrats. Because yeah. here's, the, here's the real scoop, ladies and gentlemen. If you live in Illinois, you're a Democrat, like it or not. And just listen to the so-called Republicans to realize they don't think different on any issue. None of them. We're all socialist Democrats here in Illinois. All right, I'm moving to Florida. Call Liberty Real Estate Services. Yeah, whatever. Cheap plug. We forgot to tell them about the podcast. We'll do it next week. Um, August 15th, look I've forward to I've had a it. lot of fun on Target Radio. Guys, look, they're coming in. They're storming the studio. We will talk to you next week. I have to go home. 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 Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.